Welcome back to Building Billions. Let's talk about some badass women. I love being around women who are similar to me in mindset and work ethic. And I realized that in 2023, I didn't have enough places to meet new women and to connect to women who spend their time similarly to how I spend my time. And this was a gap for me. This is something that I wanted. And so I decided to join this women's mastermind. It is filled with women who are making money, who are creating success, who are figuring things out. And it's exactly what I was looking for. So we had our kickoff call last week. And during this kickoff call, everyone in this group shared two pivotal moments in their life. And I thought of mine instantly. I remember two very specific pivots as if they were happening to me right now. I remember where I was, what I was thinking, what I was feeling. And the other women all shared theirs. There was about 15 women in this group. And so I wanted to share with you the common themes of these high-powered women in the pivotal moments of their lives because I learned so much and still have this sticky note on my desk, hence why I'm recording this podcast on Tuesday morning. I was reminded of it and we had an event, so I haven't been at my desk since then. But now that I'm back at my desk, I'm like, holy crap, I need to share this with my podcast peeps. So let's, let's roll into this. The first takeaway that I learned was when you decide when there is the moment when all of a sudden you are no longer in alignment with what you've been doing, with where you're at, whether that be a career, that could be being in school, that was the story that I shared. When you have that moment, quit immediately. Make the cut, sever the relationship, dump the guy. When you know, you know. And there's this thing that I know women have, men probably have it too, but women in particular, when when you're done with something, you know you're done. And you can try to convince yourself that you're not done or work your way out of it. But in the moment that you make the decision that you're done and you know you're done, don't invalidate yourself. Do not invalidate yourself. Quit then. Make the decision then for the story that i shared i will never forget when i was in college i had this amazing opportunity to work alongside john maxwell and do this incredible work that was outside of school and i kept having to go to school i was missing classes i was potentially going to miss a upcoming set of Man, what are those things called at the end of the semester or the middle of the semester? Uh, exams, the, like the mid-semester exam. I was going to miss them. Well, I wasn't going to miss them because I was going to have to go because I was in college. But I had this opportunity to travel to meet mentors that I'd always dreamed of meeting and to do actual work that I was excited about through Energy Group. And I watched the Steve Jobs video, the one of his Stanford address. I was in my tiny 
tiny college house in my tiny, tiny bedroom. I painted the walls gray and I had this like Urban Outfitters headboard that was like this photo frame headboard with a foam mattress on topper on top of my really awful mattress. My Target sheets. I love those Target sheets. They were the jersey sheets, gray jersey sheets. I remember I was sitting in my bed. I had my space heater on because it was freezing and we didn't have a lot of money to pay for extra heating. So my space heater was like making that humming noise and I was watching Steve Jobs address to the Stanford graduating class. And he made this comment about looking in the mirror. And if you look in the mirror for too many days and you're unhappy with the person that is in your reflection, you have to make a change. And I'm not kidding you. As soon as I heard him say that, it's like, I'm dropping out of college. I've made the decision. I'm quitting now. I'm dropping out of college. Monday was the next day. I walk into the associate dean, tell her I'm dropping out of college, tries to convince me to not drop out of college. Like I literally, I didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell my family. There was nobody else that needed to weigh in on this decision. I knew. And many women shared a very similar experience where their friends were actually telling them the opposite. And I knew that everybody in my life would tell me the opposite. In fact, when I did drop out of school, there was not a single person, not one, not the coworkers that I was making relationships with, the mentors that I was working with, my friends, my family. There was not a single person who agreed with my decision to drop out of college. Everyone thought I was nuts, but I knew. And those moments when you make a decision and you decide to quit something because it's no longer in alignment with where you're going, who you want to be, the direction that you're taking your life, make the decision. Don't hesitate. You know. Trust yourself. You know. Trust yourself. Okay, the next takeaway was out of the 15 women, 10 of them mentioned that the biggest transformation happened when they decided to move. Some of them were moving internationally, some were moving across state, and others were moving across a country. But the move required them to become a different person. And I very much resonated with this because when I made the move from Washington to Florida, there, there was this uncertainty. And I will never forget when I landed in Florida, I had my bags packed. We were staying in a hotel room the first night that we got there because our condo wasn't ready yet. And so we got to the hotel, checked in, dropped our bags off, and my and Brandon and I went down to the lobby bar. And in the lobby bar, I at this gorgeous restaurant, it was like a happening bar, I just had this breakdown. I started bawling, like uncontrollably bawling. I was like, I don't know why we are doing this. Why are we doing this? I can't believe we're doing this. We don't know anybody here. What are we doing? What if this was the wrong decision? Like, I just had this whole panic. And that panic forced me to recognize that what I wanted was not in Washington. I knew what I wanted was not in Washington. And so as I was going through like the hysteria of like, I want to go back, I realized how emotional I was being because the reason I wanted to go back was only because I was comfortable there. It had nothing to do with the fact that there was something great there for me. I was comfortable because I had family there. I was comfortable because I had lived there forever. I was comfortable for all of these different reasons. But all of those reasons were exactly why I needed to move. I needed to get uncomfortable. I needed to meet new people. I needed to like figure out who Natalie was and work really hard on becoming 
more of what Natalie wanted to be to attract the type of people that I was looking for. And those people were not going to be in Washington. I'd lived there for 20 years, 25 years. There was nothing more there for me. Like I'd, I'd, I'd done that rodeo show. And many of these women shared such a similar experience. So if you're in the phase of your life where you're thinking of moving, or if you're not thinking of moving, but you recognize that you need a change and you want to do something different and you want to do things that are bigger, move to a freaking new city. Burn the boats, move to a new city. It will create change. It will force you to confront the really important things that you might not be confronting right now because you're comfortable and you're happy with where you're at. And if any of you just moved, if you might have just moved over the last six months, well, I know what you're going through right now. I feel you. I understand you. It will get better. You will come out on the other side of this. But keep doing what you are doing. You've made the right decision. The discomfort is an important part of your growth. And stick with it. Don't go home. Okay. Number three. This was the highlight of the call. It was the last woman to share. And I have two points on this one. So her story, the pivotal moment was when she was in, I think it was a psychology class, maybe a philosophy class in college. And everybody had prepared for these exams. It was the end of the semester. She didn't really feel super prepared. And she sat down and the exam was to write an essay on whatever the prompt was. And there had been many philosophers. It must have been a philosophy class. There were there had been many philosophers that they'd studied, so they needed to be able to defend all different sides of whatever the prompt was. But of course, they didn't know what the prompt was. So she sits down. The professor passes out the prompts and the prompt says, why? W-H-Y question mark. And she looks at it for 30 seconds. And she writes down, why not? Question mark. And within a minute of a two-hour testing period, she hands the professor the paper and exits the room. Like, what a freaking mic drop moment. Why not? Somebody asks why? Why not? And this has been her mantra ever since. Like, why not? Why not me? Why can't I do it? Why not? And this is her philosophy in pushing back in the corporate structure that she used to work in. And now she's a business owner and navigating all of the dynamics and all of the challenges. But as she was sharing, she just kept saying, why can't I be a great business owner? Why can't I build this business? There's no reason why it's not me. And what a powerful lesson. Why not? If you are listening to this and it's the middle of January still when I drop this episode, why not have this year, 2024, be the best year, the year where you create the business that you want, have the relationship that you want, get in the shape that you want to get in, be present for the people that you love. Like, why not this year? Why not you? If this is some other point in time, I guess it really doesn't matter, does it? If it's January, if you're listening to this in April, maybe you're listening to this a couple years from 2024. Why not you? Why not today? 
why not just go for it? I was recently asked what few words I would share with my 18-year-old self. I thought that was a really cool question. What are a few words that you would share with Natalie at 18? And my handful of words, if I was only able to say a few things, would be go for it. I wish somebody would have told me when I was younger to just go for it, to make a fool out of myself, to give me permission, to be really passionate about something. I always just hid in the shadows and really regret that until I learned this lesson in my mid to late 20s. But to really be passionate and really go for something and to really just like go balls to the wall, just go for it. Like, why not? Why not go for it? Those should be my five words. And so the second thing on this point that I wanted to share with you, something that I picked up from these women, is the power of storytelling. Like, I could not stop thinking about this young woman in college having uncertainty, but writing down why not, question mark, handing it to the professor, walking out of the room. Like her ability to tell the story captivated me for the remainder of the call. And I continued to think about it later that night. Here I am talking to you about it a week later. The power of storytelling. I struggle with this because I always think that people don't want to know the story, that they just want the action item. They want the tangible thing. They want the like the magic nugget and I have a lot of nuggets to share. I'm in the thick of growing a business, having a marriage, creating a life that I love, figuring out just how to do it all. And I've learned a lot. And so I have these nuggets. I'm like, oh, this calendar, this agenda, this marketing tactic, how we're restructuring our sales team, how we're focused on our leadership. Like, there's so many nuggets that I want to share and I get so caught up in it that I forget to talk about the story. And I recognize the need to do a better job at this. And her story was just so poignant and beautiful and simple. It's always the simple stories that just like resonate and click with people because oftentimes people don't actually remember the nugget. They remember the story. And when you can share a story that's impactful, you can connect with people. And maybe you might be a little bit like me and struggle telling stories because you think, oh, nobody really cares about my story. I'm reminding you, almost as a reminder more to myself, that people do care about your story. And you learning how to tell your story and being confident in telling your story and sharing those, those moments that you can take somebody into a room where you had uncertainty, where you had doubt, where there was fear, where you made a decision that was challenging those are the things that future you will be able to tell in stories that can impact people. So whether or not you're going through something right now, you're either, you either are going through something right now, I want that to serve as a reminder to you that you could talk about this moment right now, the shit storm that was upon you, and what you did differently to create your story in the future. And for those of you who are doing great right now things are going well you're happy it's a high point in your life you've accomplished things that you're proud of how can you share that story because there are people who are struggling and have been through challenging things similar to you that need to hear your story 